What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the OK Beast, a.k.a. the future class of gaming blessing, Addie Oye Jr. What's up, Greg? I got my tea. I got my coffee. Cheers to you. Uh, what's Cheers. up is I need to apologize to everybody. I didn't mean to lie to you yesterday. Yesterday, I said very clearly, Blessing would be hosting this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Then we sat down here. Kevin had two breakfast burritos and said, who's hosting today? And I said, Blessing. And Blessing says, under no circumstance am I hosting. (laughs) And I am a liar then, ladies and gentlemen. Part of me wishes that Kevin didn't ask us. And we just had to figure it out. <laughs> we just sit here in silence here waiting for like, the other person to go. Yeah, why would he start? Why would he go? <laughs> Man, this, is this a bit? That, you know, that's what we would do. There was once uh, recently where we did the pregnant pause at the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were, and then we went with it and we made a whole joke about the pregnant pause. That was really my mind just not working. I forget what it was that didn't click. For, I didn't have the window open. It's always a gamble. Because what I love about Kevin it, and it, yeah, what I love about Kevin, I feel like, I feel like with Barrett, there's a little bit more rigmarole, a little bit more. Kevin will ask you, are you ready to go? And as soon as you say, yeah, he's like, I've hit the button. <laughs> and you're like, all right. <laughs> and, and I'm classic for saying, yeah, but then not actually looking at anything. And so then I'll notice that I don't have the, the preview window open. So I can't see when the intro ends. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We have are, we good ever, time, so. are we ever going to admit that the pregnant pauses are fake? Like, no, the pregnant pauses sometimes are real. I do enjoy. They are real often. I would say. Yeah, but I would, but say, I would say, maybe say it's more 50% like twenty percent of the time. See, I would have gone seventy-five real, twenty-five. Uh, 25 uh, we're, just, we're, we're like, oh, now we're into a pregnant pause. I, I, but I, how often do you say? Do you think it starts off fake? Because I feel like, like starting off, I'm always like, is he going to say something? And then I'm like, well, now I'm committing. <laughs> now I'm not saying shit. But that's just how it works. That's just how it is. It's not like I yeah. start the show and I'm like, today I'm going to put in two pregnant pauses. That just happens. At a really this great is jazz game. blessing. There's nothing I mean, wrong about it. Yeah. What, what instrument are you playing? I'm playing the violin. Me? A jug. <laughs> playing, okay. That's a band right there. Yeah. The violin and the, and the jug. First What's off, the, band name? <laughs> the juglins. <laughs> uh, Kevin, in this band, what are you playing? Uh, my body. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, doing the self drum. I had a really good uh, pregnant pause, I want to say a couple months ago, with Janet, and (laughs) (laughs) Janet didn't realize that it was a pregnant pause. Apparently, she didn't know it was a thing, and it was like a fantastic one, where we sat for maybe four to five seconds, Yeah. and Janet was like, are we going to say anything? And I was like, that was a good pregnant pause, and Janet was like, was that a bit? Were we doing anything? I thought you were just going to host, and I was like, do you not pay attention during Kiss Love You when me and Greg just don't say shit, and we all don't say shit? Janet isn't mind. a fan of Kind of Funny, all right? She's here mm, for the paycheck. Mm. She dates a fan of Kind of Funny. You know what I mean? And her brother knows stuff from Kind of Funny. Because one day, I, 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 she, it was revealed to her that old game is old as the Greg Miller saying. Oh, like, yeah. she, she, it was, but it was like for her, like the usual suspects, like she dropped, dropped her coffee mug because I guess her, Isaiah's been saying it forever. And she <laughs> didn't realize it was a Greg Miller thing he had picked up. That's how it is. I infect your family. Don't worry about it, ladies and gentlemen. And why don't you, ladies and gentlemen, let me and Blessing infect your ears with some news oh. about Assassin's Creed Mirage leaks. Immortality getting rave reviews and maybe being a game of the year contender and so much more. We'll have all of this because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you like that, like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. On patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you 
can, of course, get the show ad-free. You can write in to be on the show. You, of course, can get the exclusive post-show we do. You usually can get to watch us record things live. Exclusive podcasts. Like the kind of funny games cast that we're recording today however we can't do live because it is in fact our last of us part one review it will be live tomorrow morning you can still get your questions in to ask us everything you want to know about the last of us part one on of course patreon.com slash kind of funny games on the participation games cast link however i digress maybe you don't have the bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can support us a number of free ways of course you can be using our epic game code if you use the epic game store or you play fortnite playstation or maybe you play rumbleverse on your xbox you can support a creator and if you pop in kind of funny when you buy stuff or just download stuff for free we get money how does the free thing work for the ref- i have no idea i don't understand this business model it might be Three years from now, it turns out it was a whole, it was a pyramid scheme. I don't know how we're wondering. Have you never money. bought anything on Epic? No, I have. But what I'm saying is I don't understand. They're like, oh, even if like if you redeem something for free and you're using our creator code, mm. we get some kind of juice off that. Gotcha. How does that work? I don't know. I don't want to know. I just want the paycheck to come in. All right. So don't worry about it. Every creator code kind of funny you, if you have the chance. How, what are the chances that like one of these revenue streams we had, we've had, uh, we have, just nobody's <laughs> checking. Right, because like we, have, I feel like we have a lot of revenue streams here. Kind of oh, funny, yeah. yeah. And like you know, Tim Gettys, I trust him. He's out there raking in all the money. But like, sure. what are the chances that we somehow we've just forgotten that Epic exists? But here's the thing it? that I think that's, that's important to remember is like I think Nick handles that. You know, not not well, Tim Nick. Gettys. No, so no, I think no, there no, is no. a chance. You're no Tim's the mob boss. He's the, he's at the top of the chain. Yeah, he's right. And then he sends calls. out the enforcer, Nick Scarpino, to break the legs when the money doesn't come in. But Tim is still the one in the business calls with these people making these happen. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes like, who's, who's, sending, sometimes. who's sending who's sending out the like the like invoice invoice yeah isn't that's that a great Nick? question, Kevin? I'm always I'm happy to sure. talk about the business. I'm always happy to talk about the business. Usually, whoever booked the deal. So I send oh. out invoices sometimes. Nick will send out some invoices. Tim will oh. do. But what happens a lot is, again, is since Nick's out there with his little green visor on, he'll hit me and Tim up and be like, hey, we never got paid for such and such. It says you did it. Can you chase that down? Like, oh, sure. Write yeah, that yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. <laughs> Well, what? I don't wait. Does that sound incriminating? Wait, you said you're going to write that down. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the feds. Sure, when you mentioned always. Nick is out here breaking legs uh, for the invoices that Tim is sending out, immediately yeah. my mind jumped to Nick and <laughs> giving an ankle lock to Donald Mustard, uh, sure. trying to get like the epic money that he sure. owes us. Sure, it's a very entertaining thought. Yeah, well, I mean, remember, of course, Nick would be like, "Donald, take off your shoe. <laughs> I gotta put you in a movie." One line. Uh, of course, if you don't, you have a creator code. That's great. Uh, you could be watching us record the show live for free. Usually, it's on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games, but this week we are running quite the experiment, and we are live right now on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, people have been using what do they call the the YouTube tips or whatever? Wendell Shoemaker gave us five bucks and said, "Stay on YouTube to keep these fat five Canadian dollars rolling," and then. Uh-oh. MX Master Mitch gave us $9.99. And <laughs> here's the famous he's kind of funny games chat. daily on YouTube Live. All right, whatever. I don't mind. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I I feel like the freedom is a bit too much here with how much money they can give us. Because at least on, on like Twitch, it. it's like $5 gets you a sub, and that's it. And if you want to give us bits, I have no, I have no idea how much bits are, but people want to give us bits, they can. Sure. People, somebody yesterday gave us like 25 bucks. And right. they're like, blessing. Could you can you tell Andy to play Kingdom Hearts? I never told Andy to play Kingdom Hearts. He just gave us five dollars or $25. Well, to be clear, this I, is not a contract. This is not a binding contract. Yeah. You, whatever you put in there, you might you, we might read it. Maybe we don't. Don't read that one, Bless. Don't read that one. I see I mean, you read yeah, John, John K's 199. Get out of here. 
Well, eventually, if what? we end up, if we ever come back to YouTube to stream live, we will have rules for what we do and how we do it. Right now, bless. it's just it's just anarchy. I, bless, I do what feel like for twenty five dollars, you should have called, got your phone right there and called Andy. Yeah, but we're in the middle like of a that. Twenty five dollars is enough to to interrupt the news story. I think personally, I'll tell personally. you what right now. Here's, here's you, the thing: how you give me five dollars. If you give me five dollars in the chat, I'll play my violin for you. Wow, look at him go. Look at him go. It's, it's, this is your last I mean, free he's, one. He's literally out yeah, last free one. There it is. Last you give $100 during a top that. half news story, I'll call Andy in the middle of it and, and tell him whatever you want to do. And then the back half, when it's like we're just padding the show. Don't give away the secrets. 50, 75, I don't the know. Last what am I talking about? stories don't matter. Only story number one ever matters in this show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're off the rails. This YouTube experiment is fun and interesting. Uh, of course, then you can get the show on demand, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday to fulfill all your gaming news needs. Housekeeping for you. Right now, there's a brand new Kind of Funny podcast up on youtube.com slash kindoffunny and podcast services around the globe. It's me and Andy, one-on-one. That's right. Tim was gone. Nick was gone. And we said, let's not fill the seats. Let's just do a one-on-one uh, little podcast. And let's go on a date. And me and Andy went on a date and asked each other a mm-hmm. bunch of first date questions mm-hmm. from women's health, women's health.org, women's health mag.org, whatever. You know, there's 165. We did it though. We got out there. We did yeah. it. Now we know each other. You. No, well, no, he tried to leave in the middle of it or Tim threw him offline, but then he came back and he, he was, then it got sexy. He was on his bed using his phone. Oh, you got to watch the show to find out what that means. Uh, over on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, there's a brand new X cast up. The crew is talking about the Xbox Series X prices and whether we could possibly see them ever go up. Go check that out. It's a great show. We love Mike and we love Paris. And that's it from that show. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo, Brady, Guy V, and the Saboteur. Today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Chime. We'll tell you about that later. That was, that was a wonder walk, Kevin. That was wonderful. I know. I saw it. I saw it and I got it right away. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Is Kevin doing the dudes? I don't hear him. I think he is, but he sounds like he's in subspace. We can't hear him. I assume the audience can hear him. Yeah, <laughs> he sounds like a hamster. He sounds like a hamster in another room. Uh, there are five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Kevin, you are uh, broadcasting from uh, a tornado or something. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what that means. What does it mean? Not hear Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Really? Well, again, this is an experiment, really? ladies and gentlemen. I don't. I don't need it. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear it. They hear that, that? I hear. That I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was going too high. I was. It happens. Five items on the Roper Report. Dozen. Uh, number one on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen. The name of the next Assassin's Creed game has seemingly leaked alongside alongside some details. This is Ed Nightingale over at Eurogamer. Rumors suggest the next Assassin's Creed game will be called Mirage. As previously reported, the project, codenamed Rift, will be set in Baghdad and release next year. The YouTuber Jonathan. But that's his O is a zero. <laughs> Speaking of this, is that is it what is that Dornbush now? What's Dornbush doing? He left IGN, but he hasn't said what he's doing, right? No, he hasn't said yet. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna find that out. I'll find out what that kid's doing. What do you think, uh, do you think he's doing? I don't know. He has he, he I you probably saw more. I was on vacation, so I was catching bits and pieces of it, right? I think mm-hmm. I was out in the ocean and Jen was like, Hey, Jonathan Dornbush leaving IGN or whatever. Did I did, he didn't even do the normal thing, right? Of like I'm staying in games media or I'm staying in games. Or he just said like, Hey, I'm doing, I'm going away for, I'm just, I'm done here. And I'll tell you about my next thing soon. Yeah. I, 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 I do not even remember. All I know is that he left IGN. I assume he's leaving. He's going to GameSpot. GameSpot hired him. They wow. coached him. Damn. Yeah. You hate to see it. You know what yeah. I mean? 
He's the PlayStation Anyways. guy over there. Now YouTuber Jonathan, not Dornbush, has released a new video detailing information on the game that's been corroborated by Bloomberg reporter Jason Schreier. The video suggests Assassin's Creed Mirage will be releasing in spring 2023, will take place in Baghdad between the years 870, 870, 860? Oh, because is it BC? Is that, we go back, we counted down with BC? Mm Mm-hmm. It says 870 860. There was was an 870 AD, right? Well, that's that already happened. That was our our timeline. But yeah, yeah, they would count that the right way. So it would say 860 to 870. If they say 870 to 860, yeah, you see? I I didn't realize what you're doing there. Yeah, so that seems like BC. Thank you. Just make sure everybody make sure. Yeah, and Ray Hayes says BC is like a countdown. Here's all I'm saying. If I was out there wearing sandals, knocking rocks together, and you oh, were like, "It's offensive." I mean, is it? Whoa, whoa, no, <laughs> Wait, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> no, that's not offensive. I don't know, I mean, they I didn't have technology. They didn't have anything. I mean, I feel like they built some pretty and cool they were stuff. Wearing you know sandals. what I mean? Yeah, yeah they were sandals. sandals. Okay, all not right. Very much yeah, yeah, to right. let you know. Not- to just protect myself here against something maybe I wandered into it, and all I'm going off of is the religion textbooks I had in school, look, right? Look, look. Where I'm you saw having, Jesus in sandals, and they were all sitting on rocks, all right? That's what I think of BC. I guess what's be what's no, offensive and what's not, you know what I mean? I'm just happy for that. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is these people who in, if I it's if it's 870, right? <laughs> and you're like, let's ring in the new year. And you AD or BC? 869? I'm going to have questions. I'm going to be like, wait a second. Why, what happens when we get to zero? No, they had a, they had a different calendar, Greg. Yeah, they had a different then, calendar. Yeah, they're just going off of like, I don't know, rotations of the sun. Like, oh yeah, today's 306. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like They, they mm-hmm. didn't have the same calendar uh, process we had today. Sure, was, but they were counting down. That's trouble. Yeah, but they were counting down when back that, then. When back that then. Roman calendar. Greg, they yeah. added two months. They would hit October and they'd be like, all right, the year's done. Like, let's just mess around till the, the new year. Do you know that? Yeah. Back then, two months of, of lawlessness. Yeah, that makes sense. That does track out. Let's try again here. All right, we'll go. The video suggests Assassin's Creed Mirage will be releasing in spring 2023 and take place in Baghdad between the years 870 and 860 uh, and will be a return to the basics, among other points. Uh, Although Schreier notes that only parts of this leak are true, so take it with a pinch of salt. As Eurogamer reported, the project originally began life as an expansion to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but grew into its own game, though smaller than the recent sprawling entries to the series. Valhalla character Basim uh, will feature in a lead role. Official information on Assassin's Creed Mirage is expected to be at the Ubisoft Forward live stream on September 10th. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be live reacting on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games for that one. Blessing, does Assassin's Creed Mirage get you going? No, but I'm sure uh, both you and Kevin would have more to say about it. So I have two questions. Uh, First of all, do you remember John BX13? Somebody in chat gave us $10, and they were like, if John BX13 is in chat, I hope he has a terrible day. I remember him being one of those people that we would dunk on, like one oh, of yeah. our Joes. Oh, yeah. It's everybody, welcome to Kind of Fun. I'm sure you've seen the show before. You know here. We'll get to the news in a second. But yeah, John BX13, of course you remember. Because what this motherfucker did is he'd show up in PS I Love You when we'd be talking about Starfield. And when I was like, oh. Starfield's not coming out this year, this yes. motherfucker was like, you're an idiot. Yes, it is. Yada, yada, yada. And then he became a bit of, well, we'll see if you're playing this on December 31st, 2022. And then when Starfield got fucking delayed, John BX32, a fart in the wind, just gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one, had, no one knows what happened to this guy. Gone. Just disappeared. 
This is never heard from again. Uh, now, Greg, you as somebody yeah. who has played the last few Assassin's, Assassin's Creed games. That's correct. Does Mirage, like, does that mean anything to you? Well, I know what a Mirage is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for this one. Uh, as you know, uh, I loved Odyssey. Like, adored Odyssey. Still have Odyssey installed and still tinker every so often with it. Go back to do something with Cassandra. Valhalla is a similar thing. I loved the combat of Valhalla and the raids of Valhalla. I didn't connect as much with Eivor, though. So I put the 35 hours into it at launch, put it down. And then over paternity, I put another 60 hours into it, I think it was. And but and it's one of but that game is just the uh, for me, what people complain about with Odyssey and to an extent origins of just the fire hose of content, the never ending gobstopper and not necessarily in a good way. That's what Valhalla is, mm-hmm. where I know I'm going to go back to Valhalla. I know I'm going to put another 20, 30 some hours in at some point, but at no point am I. Man, I really got to roll credits. Man, I got to see how the story ends. Man, I, I left Eivor in such an interesting... No, it's just about going through and playing and getting some st- getting uh, stats and yada, yada, yada. It's, I do think that Valhalla is a game that is too big, that there is too much to. So, so what they've talked about with Mirage before of, oh, it was going to be an expansion, but now it's going to be a game and it's going to be a smaller experience, that does get me excited. That does sound... I, I like the idea of, hopefully a 20-hour assassin's creed maybe but i mean when they're like it'll be shorter what does that even fucking mean in the assassin's creed world anymore i don't know yeah. oh yeah, it's only, it's only gonna be 95 seems... hours oh great okay cool yeah exactly where assassin's creed games get upwards of like 50 to 100 hours right like shorter seems like oh no this is gonna be assassin's creed 2 or assassin's creed uh, 3 length right which it seems like there is an audience for that right there's an audience that that is nostalgic for the classic assassin's creed games uh especially w- w- uh, those ones that are more focused on hey this is an action game hey this is a stealth game right hey this is you're going through it and you're actually assassinating people as opposed to sure. what you're doing with the last few which you know I, and this isn't me hating because again i'm sure i'm kind of i'm outside of the assassin's creed world right i'm just an observer uh but observing assassin's creed transition from hey, this is a third-person action-adventure game that's going to take you 20 hours to being, hey, this is a Western RPG where you are, you know, leveling and getting these side quests and getting these characters and doing all this stuff, right? Really cool evolution for Assassin's Creed, but I'm sure for a large part of the audience, makes them go, oh, but this isn't Assassin's Creed. So I think this is kind of a cool halfway point of, cool, let's have our cake and eat it, eat it too. Let's put out Assassin's Creed Mirage and have it be this um, stepping stone before we get to Assassin's Creed Infinity, which seems like it's going to capitalize more on what assassin's creed evolved into which brings yeah. me to my next question well like, hold on. Bef- before, before then i'd like if you don't mind i'd like to run through a little bit of some of the details that we are taking with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. i think that gives a clear uh, will i care about mirage or not kind of thing right so we're on jason Trier's twitter from bloomberg uh jason's tweet read a person familiar tells me parts of this new assassin's creed leak are true such as the name and the other stuff bloomberg has already reported spring 23 baghdad back to ac basics and other parts are not and then he puts in parentheses, multiple cities to explore. What he is quote tweeting is Rebs Gaming, who did a little write-up based on what the YouTube video said, right? So again, grain of salt, here's what we have bullet pointed out from the video by Mr. Rebs on Twitter. Final name should be Assassin's Creed Mirage. Release sp- spring 2023 between April and June. The game will take place between uh, 860 and 870 in Baghdad during the Anarchy of Samara. Uh, you already know we'll play as ba- ba- Basim, which I think I'm saying right. I remember him. He is the very much assassin's dude from Valhalla. He's in your camp with his, his friend and their assassin friend. Multiple cities to explore separated by desert and rivers like the kingdom of AC1. Again, uh, Bloomberg is saying that is incorrect based on their source. Game return to basics. Several RPG elements will be removed. 
no more dialogue choices, no gender choice, obviously, and no more level system. The gameplay would be uh, slightly different from that of Valhalla, less raw with new animations. Eagle Vision is back, but so is the drone bird. Bassam will be uh, able to use the string dagger to eliminate his opponents. There will be visions of Loki uh, for how Loki manifested into Bassam's body and consumed him. Ubisoft is secretly preparing to remake Assassin's Creed 1 based on uh, Rift slash Mirage's work. They will reuse a large part of the assets. AC1 Remake uh, should be integrated into a season pass, which will also include DLC for Constantinopa, Constantinopa, uh, uh, when Bassam meets Sigurd. Uh, it would be released a few months later. Ubisoft will unveil the future at the Ubisoft Forward, right? Mm-hmm. So what is interesting about this, for me, to your question of am I into Mirage, I've enjoyed Assassin's Creed lately, right? I've been back on, I think, after falling off. I'm interested in a more streamlined tighter version but i do miss the rpg stuff like i liked it being a viking rpg i liked it being a greece rpg like i am not saying that'll be a turnoff to me if it's going to be a smaller experience because of course i loved uh the Ezio trilogy like i loved being him so like i do like being an assassin it's just an interesting step around that like i thought the dialogue choices which never really changed that much i guess there were choices in terms of like do you let me live or die or whatever like that was fun for me and telling my own story but i'm not against getting just whatever they want their story to be. So I'm excited for it, but what is exciting for me is the shrunken uh, scope. Well, to put my my tinfoil hat on just a little bit, and uh, Kevin, you still need an Amazon me a tinfoil hat so I can actually use it on the show. Oh, so I don't don't know, like, you already have tinfoil? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to use my actual professionally hat, like I want hat. A, I want a professionally huh. made tinfoil hat, and I also, uh, you know, this but, do I get to expense the tin, my tinfoil at home for work? You know, like mm, Nick's going to look at that, that and go, Greg? like, what is this? What is Great point. This? Great point. Why is this on the expense report? It's tinfoil. Uh, Assassin's Creed Infinity is reported, and I forget if it's announced officially or not, but we know it's coming, right? And that is going to be the uh, live service ongoing Assassin's Creed game. Uh, with that in the works, with also Assassin's Creed Mirage in the works, and with you, Greg, talking about, like, how Valhalla, after a while, kind of lost you because of the bloat, because of how long it is, because of how, because of all this Assassin's Creed content, which seems to be a common thing that I hear from people, right? Hey, Assassin's Creed has a lot of content, and I'm not keeping up with, with all of it. Back to the having their cake and eating it too thing, do you think that there's a reality where it is, cool, Assassin's Creed Infinity is going to be the Assassin's Creed, the Assassin's Creed that it evolved into with Odyssey, Origin, and Valhalla, right? This rpg focused like vast we are adding in packs and we have this one assassin's creed game that is living in perpetuity while on the side our individual assassin's creed releases are going back to the traditional mm, here's mirage mm, here's mm. assassin's creed one remake here's another assassin's creed that follows that one that is more that i was gonna say linear but i guess not linear but like more traditional assassin's creed type of game hell yeah do you, you think that, that that's what they could do I think it's what they could do. Will they? I don't know. Like, when we talk about Assassin's Creed Infinity and what that's actually going to end up being, if anything, again, you know, hats off to Ubisoft, I think, for showing their cards a bit on that, right? Like, we are working on this, and we don't know what it'll be, and yada, yada, yada. I think that's one way to do it for sure. This is an interesting, easier way to do that. But if they're trying to get you into a live service, you'd want, I would imagine, these kind of experiences in Infinity as well, right? Like, you'd want one place to go where you're playing. Do you think Mirage and Assassin's Creed, I guess I'll just call it Assassin's Creed 1 Remake, do you think those are going to be part of Infinity? No. I think these sound like they're their own thing. I think Infinity would be it's launching from a new base platform or whatever. Gotcha. Well, in that case, are you excited for Infinity? I'm excited for Infinity because we don't know what it is, number one, and it sounds like they have to rethink how they do Assassin's Creed to make it work. 
that makes me excited. I like the idea of, okay, cool. Are we getting episodic things? Are we dealing with multiple protagonists? Are we dealing with, like I've talked about before, I think Cassandra could be that character and uh, what's standard, or is she just the bridge or the backbone to it? And she's dealing with other people, like how they're going to do that and what they're going to do with it. I don't know. Gotcha. We'll see. Um, couple your wrongs that have come in while we've been doing this. All right. Uh, the nail biologist says the full AC leak write up has the years written as 860 to 870. So it'll be an AD game, especially since Valhalla takes place in AD and this game features the characters from Valhalla. There you go. Solve that. I don't know why you wrote these years mm. backwards, person who wrote this up. And then Kabob says it's worth pointing out that Assassin's Creed Odyssey was set in uh, 431 to 422 uh, BC. Ancient Greece was a very advanced place where they performed, they perfected mathematics, democracy, modern medicine, and more. If you want smashing rocks, you should set a game in Kansas. Now, while a great Kansas dunk, <laughs> I will point out, Kabob's, a lot of the buildings in Odyssey were made of rock. So they were smashing rock there too. And that's what I mean. I didn't mean caveman rock smash, all right? Spent, you know, that's all sorts of things. This is the last violin, by the way. This is the last violin. Okay. This is the last violin, everybody. Thank you for your time uh, and uh, support for making Busting do that. All right. They're getting tired. Um, yeah, we'll wait and see, Mirage. And like we said, uh, September 10th, as Ubisoft Forward is not far off. So we don't have to wait long to find out more about what exactly is going on in Baghdad. You think they'll play bombs over Baghdad? They're like in the credits? Uh, probably two not. On the nose. Two on the nose. Probably, yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think Outcast okay. fits with the tone of the. Game. Okay, so dial, do this with me. At one point, do you think there will be a reference somewhere in there, like a turn of phrase, like bombs over Baghdad, like they're doing I think early with on. That? Early yeah. on, yeah. Will there be so a they, mission called bombs over Baghdad? No, because I feel like it's too on the nose and possibly offensive. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's got to be more of a tongue in cheek kind of thing. Of like, uh, me. Oh man, I, I'm not a dialogue writer. I I, yeah, I no, feel no. like somebody could could really write a, a clever line of like, oh man, like the bombs are over us. <laughs> like like it's like you're walking under a bridge and somebody on the top of the bridge is like constructing a bomb or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the bombs are over us. <laughs> We're in Baghdad. Mark man, my words, there will be some reference to that. There will be some reference to bombs over Baghdad in some way. Somebody pointed out here will definitely be a, a trophy for sure. Says Ryan Marshall. I could see. Oh, that. a trophy would be. Smart. I can see that. Oh, that makes okay. sense. Okay. Uh, number two on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen, Immortality is out. It's that Sam Barlow game, who of course made things like Telling Lies, uh, and um, uh, duh, what was the other one? Her story. I, her story. Thank you. I was hung up on her. Uh, and this is a new game, and it's doing quite well on Metacritic. It's a ninety-two on Open Critic. It is a ninety. We'll start with Kaylee Hunter over at PC Gamer, who gave it a ninety-five out of one hundred. Immortality is presented less as a game and more as a collector's edition Blu-ray box set of forgotten and fictional French model and actor uh, Marissa Marcel's filmography. Players begin with a question. What happened to the actor? Why has she been absent for 20 years? Why were none of her movies released? Where is she now? Luckily, the answers may lie in the large cache of film Barlow and his crew serendipitously found, serendipitously found back in 2020. Immortality is a remarkable game. It picks freely from several eras of cinema to deliver a genuine exploration of what it means and what it costs to make great, meaningful art. The game's actors are giving the performance of their lives, both as the real people they're playing and in their various in-game movie roles. Sam Loveridge at Games Radar gave it a 4.5 out of 5 stars. 
Sam Barlow has somehow done it again, raising the bar for the FMV slash interactive movie genre once more. Immortality is yet another masterpiece of storytelling. And then Tristan over at IGN gave it an 8 out of 10, writing, Immortality is a thoroughly mesmerizing mystery and one of the most surprising video game stories I've played through this year. Its image-based search tool might make its actual investigating feel noticeably dumbed down compared to that of her story in Telling Lies, but the credibility of its faked film productions, the powerful performances of its casts, and its regularly confronting David Lynchian discoveries kept me captivated for its nine-hour duration. Immortality might not live forever in my mind, but it's likely, likely to linger there for quite a while yet. Uh, blessing Eddie Oye Jr. You know Thank that you. I love, love, love Sam Barlow games. Loved her story. Super love telling lies. I have been excited about this since Tribeca, where they it won a, an award and was all over it. However, code came in during my family vacation. You have been playing it. What do you think of it? So I'm similar to you, where uh, I played her story, liked her story. I played Telling Lies, really dug Telling Lies. Uh, Immortality, I think, is his best game uh, so far. Wow. It is. Wow. I've been hooked on it. Uh, I started playing it over the weekend and it became a whole weekend of just like being that meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia of Charlie with like the string theory going on, looking like a madman, trying to yeah. figure out how to connect all the all the dots. That's how I felt the whole weekend going through this game. Uh, and so like one of the the reviews, the IGN review mentioned uh, the image-based search tool. Yeah, uh, talk to me about that. Because of course in, you know, her story, we were at a terminal, we were going through, you had, you'd discover a new name, you'd put it in that way. Uh, telling Lies had a similar thing. You'd hear stuff and be able to isolate words in the dialogue and then search through the footage yeah. that way. So like, yeah, in Telling Lies, you're basically scrolling through the captions and you're like, okay, this person says the word girl. Let me click the word girl and see the the videos that pop up with that word in it and, and, and sift through those. The the IGN article mentions that like it's image-based search tool might make its actual investigating feel noticeably dumbed down. And I disagree totally, right? So the, the, the way that it works is instead of being caption-based, instead of being word-based, it's image-based. And so you start off with one clip, right? <clears throat> and you're working off of uh, whatever clip you decide to start on. You can freeze frame that clip at any moment and look at the images that are in the frame uh and those can be human faces which you're probably going to use a lot of the time sure. uh and once you click uh once you click an object or a person the game will then jump to another random clip in this large database of clips uh that that shares that same image uh and then it'll start playing that one so the way that you're trying to discover new clips and the way that you're linking together new clips is by just clicking random objects in the frame and it can be anything as simple as Oh, in this frame, there's a pillow. So I'm going to click on the pillow. Cool. Now here's another random clip with a pillow in it. Or like in this frame, there's a glass of water. Let me click on the glass. Cool. Now we're going to jump to this clip, this random clip with a glass of wine in it, right? It's okay. fairly okay. loose, but it's also, in my eyes, I think it's really impressive. You know, there have been multiple times playing the game around like, how in the world did they pull this off? This is really cool. And it feels really deep. And there must be so much detail put in, in terms of, all right, as the developer, phrase frame every moment and like make sure we have every object, That's every major insane. object accounted for that you can click it and then have some kind of clip linked to it, right? And there's every now and then where you'll click somebody's face and like maybe they're only in that clip. And so it'll zoom and then zoom out and, and as an indicator of, hey, there's not a clip here that we can, we can pull from. But 90 to 95% of the time, it actually does link to something and you are finding clips as you go. So playing the game that way has been such a interesting, engaging, and really fun way to go about it. And then the story itself, I think, is really engaging and really interesting in a way that I did not think it was going to be starting off. Like starting off, I was like, 
all right, the 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 whole premise of the game is that you are trying to the they put you in the shoes of somebody who's trying to uh, recompile film footage, right? Uh, Marissa Marcel, the main character of the game, she's an actress, and you you are basically going through these three films that she performed in that never released for some reason, right? And you as yeah. the player, you don't know why they haven't released. Apparently, Marissa Marcel disappeared for twenty years. You don't know why, right? Like all of it is bathed in mystery and you're trying to uncover and figure out what this mystery is and so as this person who has come across all this footage right you're using the software to try and recompile all this stuff and put it together and try to make sense of everything and uh most of the footage is like found footage slash uh film footage that was taken in the time making those films and so like a good percentage of the clips start off with somebody walking in a frame going take one Minsky and then de them doing the front slate. And then you are watching the film. And again, there are three different films that you're, that you are compiling through this thing. And so you're just watching film clips and like, it's, so, it's so multi-layered in, in the way that you are getting the story of the three films, right. As they're happening, it is uh, a film called Minsky is a film called two of everything. Uh, and there's a film called Ambrosia. You're getting these th three separate films that take place in different eras. One of them is from uh, 78. The other is from, I think 79 and the other is from ni uh, 99. Uh, you're getting these three different films. And then you're also getting the overarching story of Marissa Marcel as an actress in these three films. And so that's when the found footage stuff comes in of like, Oh yeah, she's casually taking footage of her hanging out with, her director or her hanging out with her co-star uh and it's all it is all like found footage stuff and That's so awesome. like you're lining up everything trying to figure out all of what's going on and there's so much happening beneath the surface that like kind of throws th throws things off in a in an interesting thriller-ish kind of way where you're like actually no for real what the fuck is going on and it gets weird yeah. and it gets interesting and i fucking love it i'm hooked on this thing i'm about eight hours in i probably have maybe an hour left before i really get to the bottom of things but so far i am like I have I have a lot a large picture painted. I just need to like button up everything to kind of have gotcha. a good understanding of. of Are of you lives. one of my favorite things with telling lies? Is you know I sat there, I played it on an iPad, and I had a notebook next to me. Are you keeping notes? Or are you just clicking through and making mental keeping track of the story that way? Or do you feel like you have to write things down or jot down notes? I you can jot down notes and honestly i probably should be jotting down notes i'm more so keeping a mental note of everything gotcha. and then there's also a feature that lets you uh favorite certain clips gotcha. on the timeline and so you can keep up with things that way but as i've been playing i have been like all right like this person said this thing here okay this person had this accident over here what does that mean i i am really trying to pull things together and it's been interesting playing this game in the review portion because i've not known anybody else reviewing the game sure. and so it's just been be, be, me by myself wanting to talk to people, wanting to kick back and forth theories, but not having that. Yeah. And now being excited that, that the game's out in the wild so I can actually have somebody to talk to you because I want to talk theories and I want to figure out what are the clips that I'm missing? Like, what are the things that I'm not putting together that will explain these few big questions uh, that I have? But for sure, yeah, you can play this game with a notepad and take notes and That's awesome. try to string things together that way. I think, you'll, I think you'll really dig it. Oh, I can't wait. Like, you know, I like as soon as sam barlow announces something i'm all about it so yeah uh it's out today uh it is on xbox game pass so you yeah. can get it right now with the best value of gaming on xbox game yeah. pass and jump and I'm right playing into it, it on uh, the steam deck even though it's one that i wouldn't recommend uh, for the steam deck just because 
it's film, right? And it fe- it feels cinematic. And it's, you know, it's FMV, so it's live action footage. I recommend playing it on the TV. That said, I've I basically hooked up my Steam Deck to the TV for yeah. the weekend to play it there. See, that um, was what the backbreaker was, is I got the code and I put it on my Steam Deck, but then I was off camping and stuff. And I didn't want to be, you know, first off, ignoring Jen and Ben to play it, nor did I not want to have, have sound turned down or whatever, because that's the whole thing. And so I'm excited tonight to have it on the big screen, play it off uh, Game Pass and just go through and enjoy it that way. Yeah. It's so good. Speaking of... Oh, I want to say it's also... I was looking through my favorites of the year and I think like it's going to be in that conversation for me. Like maybe in my top 10 of of the year. Yeah. Um, And I I, I, want to give it a review score at some point. I want to maybe finish it, maybe even 100% it because I'm that invested in it. But like if I had to give a review in progress score to it, it would be a five out of five. I think it is amazing on the kind of funny review, review scale. And I agree with where a lot of the Metacritic stuff is at. Can't wait. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't wait for kind of funny content, you should go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games over there. Of course, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad free. You can get this show with the exclusive post you do. You'd be able to watch the X cast PS. I love you. And normally games cast record live right now. You can go get your last of us part one review questions in for the games cast. We'll answer them this afternoon, but I digress. What you should be doing, of course, is using patreon.com slash kind of funny games to get the show ad free, but you're not today. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You don't know who's looking through all your stuff, finding all of your Nintendo Switches, your PlayStation Vitas, or all the other things that you're hiding in there. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent. Nobody wants that. That sounds like a bad time for everybody. You can browse more anonymous it's easy to use and it works on all devices i love expressvpn it is super simple to use i feel safe across all of my devices knowing that whether i'm on my desktop or my mobile phone people aren't getting in there i'm safe on the internet and what i look at what i browse that's mine that's for me to know secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny today that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash kind of funny next up shout out to chime like a cool breeze chime is a refreshing way to handle your money there's no monthly fees no maintenance fees and no minimum balance fees so it's how banking should be done and when you need access to your money you can do so fee free at more than 60,000 in network atms at many locations like most walgreens or 7-elevens you can also send money to anyone even if they aren't on chime fee free for you and no cash out fees for them chime no monthly fees no vibe killing fees sign up for a chime checking account it only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games chime is a financial technology company not a bank banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic out of network atm withdrawal fees apply except at money pass atm in a seven and it's, that didn't look like 10 seconds to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, God, I said it for the right. Number three on the Roper Report, everybody. Logitech's cloud gaming handheld has leaked. This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Kevin, we'll need you. I know you jumped on a, a grenade here since Barrett's internet went down. There is a link here to images if you can pull them up. Oh, yeah, Logitech's new. Set, so. What? 
I haven't read it. There it is. There it Look is. at you. Okay. Look at this guy. Every round of applause for Kevin yeah. the glue. No, everything's breaking. I Logitech's new cloud gaming handheld has leaked weeks after the company teased it was working on the new device. Logitech G and Tencent Games confirmed their plans for a dedicated handheld earlier this month, and now Evan Blass has tweeted pictures of the handheld, which reveal access to the Google Play Store alongside support for Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA's GeForce Now service. The Logitech G gaming handheld looks roughly the same size as a Nintendo Switch, and it even includes a Switch-like UI where you can scroll through apps and games. One leaked image shows Chrome and YouTube apps alongside Xbox, NVIDIA, and Steam icons. While Blast tweeted images of the handheld, Logitech was quick to file a DC, uh, DMCA complaint to remove them from Twitter, and thus confirm the authenticity of the device. Google Play access means this handheld could be capable or should be capable of running the latest mobile games natively, alongside its focus on cloud gaming. Logitech never mentioned support for Android earlier this month, choosing instead to focus on its support for multiple cloud gaming services. The white handheld includes two offset analog thumbsticks, a D-pad, and Y, B, A, and X buttons. There are also four buttons at the front, Logitech, Home, Menu, and a Context Menu button. There are also two bumper buttons and two trigger buttons, uh, much like the most modern controllers. Logitech is promising to a launch later this year. Blessing, this is coming around a few times. This, mm-hmm. I guess, once when I got an answer or whatever. Where are you at with this cloud gaming handheld from Logitech? So, uh, I want to say last time we talked about it when they first announced it, I was on the side of does this need to exist, right? Yeah. Uh, mainly because it's a it's a cloud based device, uh, and we have those, right? And I think the whole point of the cloud and the way that the cloud is being pushed by Xbox and, and uh, the other companies that are using it is that, hey, you have devices already that can use the cloud. Jump on your computer, use the cloud. Jump on your phone, use the cloud. Jump on this big, beautiful machine called the Steam Deck and use Xbox uh, Game Cloud there. Um, and so do I really want to buy a new thing from Logitech in order to use uh, cloud gaming? Uh, it, it From this leak, it seems like uh, Android, like native Android stuff is also playable, which for me only makes it marginally a little bit more interesting but not by that much you know i think that's gonna be a good step for it i think that's gonna go a little ways in terms of making it a more um engaging device to possibly get but even still like i think for me to really be sold on it i would need stuff that spans beyond like the android mobile stuff right like if i could get the bulk of maybe my indie games playing on it natively i think that would would um go go ways right towards getting me on its side if i could even get i don't know man like the some some triple a games that don't eat that aren't like the highest end i understand this thing not running god of war or like um death stranding or some crazy ass triple yeah. a games but if i can play some bigger stuff on it i think that would help it a, a lot the other thing from seeing the images of it is that i don't know if this is just me but it looks like a toy to me it reminds me of like seeing the wii u after getting the switch and going oh get this hasbro bullshit Fish, out of this here this fisher price thing yeah yeah get this, this, get this fisher price thing out of here right like I, I don't think it's that bad but my first thought upon seeing it i'm like this looks like a toy more than an actual piece of I, technology see that i'm still in the same place we were before where it's just like all right i'm whatever like i don't know exactly who this is for i'd much rather use my backbone controller snap that onto my phone and you get that in remote play and whatever else from it i think from a visual perspective i like the the look of it i like the look of the handheld my problem is i don't like this yellow accent they're doing where you see it kevin's got it up right now you have that little yellow logitech button or whatever but then there's also a yellow accent underneath the sticks you see on the top image the very very top kev like yeah, right underneath that right stick, you see a little yellow accent. That I don't dig. I don't dig. I don't like that. Whatever. But I think 
in terms of just what it looks like, I'm like, all right, it looks it looks like a handheld. It does look like a switch. It does cool, whatever. But I'm like in the, the same s- boat of just like, I have a lot of devices that can stream the game. This isn't the solution I need. Like, and especially with yeah, a Steam Deck being able to install the games, I like that better. Obviously, I like the size uh, of it. Um, yeah. like seeing it in the picture in in that person's hands, I'm like, okay, that looks. It looks comfortable, right? It's not as bulky as the Steam Deck, even though I don't hate the bulkiness of the Steam Deck. Um, it looks more along the lines of, of a Switch. But yeah, to your, to, your, to your point, I think that brings us to the question of, if you have a Steam Deck and or a Switch, why in the world are you getting this, right? Like, who is this for? How much is it going to cost? Maybe it's if it's $50, then the market starts to open up and I can kind of see a route for it. But I don't know if this is going to be $50. Like, I, I imagine that bucks, this is going to yeah. be what? Maybe like 100 150 maybe 200 even? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. One fifty doesn't sound crazy, but yeah, if it's doing the go- if it's doing the Google Play thing, it must have storage, right? Like it's got to have a hard drive in it or whatever. Yeah, okay. unless they're just gonna tell you to install all the other stuff. I, don't know. I mean, you're talking we'll about what, this device, and I'm not a tech guy. Maybe this is more, more of a Tim subject matter. But you're talking about a hardware with like button inputs, right? Mm-hmm. Which you imagine has to feel good in form factor. It looks like this doesn't look bad, right? Like I think. Holding this in my hand, I could see myself having a good time with this, right? But, like, making something like this cost money. You're talking about it being able to run, like, cloud shit and internet shit, right? And get that down. That <clears throat> That's going to cost some money, too. And then you're also talking about, like, yeah, st- storage and, like, what the internals of it are to be able to run these games. Yeah, I would think, like, over $100. I'll think we're getting up to maybe, yeah, 150 or 200 at that point. We'll wait and see. Who knows? But, yeah, for me personally, I don't need it. But I guess, you know... It's going to be bigger. Yeah, it's going to be a bigger screen than my phone. So if I didn't want to, if you didn't want the convenience of snapping on a backbone or a Razer Kishi or whatever, I guess that would be the way to do it for streaming. But even then, I, you can stream to an iPad and use the controllers you already have. There's a million ways to stream games. So it's, I, I'm with you. That when I look at it, my whole thing comes down to, I'm glad people are supporting streaming. Yeah, yeah. But the whole point is, I don't understand the use case for this. I don't know. Usually the chat's quick to tell us we're wrong about something. I don't see anybody saying, Oh, no, I'm totally getting this. I'm totally stoked for this. What I do see is, uh, uh, Kevin, if you can go back to the images and show the one with the woman, uh, her hands playing it. So click out of this. I don't know. I mean, it's be a weird place for Kevin. Oh, to leave. <laughs> yeah, I right, click on that one. What I do see in the chat is Sam uh, Palalis, who says, it looks like my ex-wife. Then he goes, she left me. And then he does a little sad face. So we're sorry, Sam. I didn't mean I didn't mean this woman's hands to remind you of your ex-wife who left you. You know what I mean? Well, I want to make sure Sam knows in the chat that we're here for him. You know what I mean? You have to show the hands again. We could have gone to the other one. Well, I'm just here's the thing, Sam. If you want us, and he's doing the sad face again. No, Kevin, leave it up, Sam. If you want us to take down the photos, these are also the the same hands. I. No, they're not. No, I, I think the, the, the top hands are different. From those, are hands. Hands the <laughs> yeah, top, those are man hands at the top, Those are man hands at the top, all right? Life, yeah. So anyways, please, Kevin, go to the, the hands. With, yeah, there's, click those. Sam, if you want us to take down these hands that look like your ex-wife who left us, you need to tip us $20 right now in the YouTube oh, chat. Otherwise, God. we leave them up the rest of the show. I'll, I'll throw in a violin play with that, too. Oh, wow, look at that. What a deal. <laughs> there's yeah. a fire sale here on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, everybody. Kevin's opening up images. Uh, number four on the Roper Report. 
European PlayStation players get more Platinums than U.S. players, Sony reveals. This is Chris Scullino for a VGC. European PS4 and PS5 players are more likely to earn Platinum trophies than their United States counterparts, a Sony presentation has revealed. As part of the CEDEC 2022 Game Developer Conference held online in Japan last week, transcribed by 4Gamer, uh, Sony's Kenjo Akiyama, uh, who is head of the Tokyo Global Developer Technology Department, gave a presentation looking at PS4 and PS5 users' behavior in the U.S., Europe, Japan, and the rest of Asia. As part of his study, he concluded that Japanese players tend to have a higher overall trophy completion rate per game, suggesting they play a single title for a longer time and earn lots of trophies in that game before moving on. However, he found that in terms of the highest tier platinum trophies, which are awarded for collecting every trophy in a game, players in Europe and Asia, excluding Japan, are most likely to earn them, while players in the U.S. are least likely to do so. Uh, Akiyama also pointed out that while Japanese players were ranked almost as low as the U.S. for earning platinums, when it comes to games that are considered the most difficult... I think this should be common here. When it comes to games considered most difficult, Japan and the rest of Asia tend to get platinums far more frequently than their Western counterparts. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're here in the United States of America, it's time to step the fuck up. I'm doing my part out there with my ZJ the Ball platinums. I've already committed to getting Ghostbuster Spirits Unleashed platinum this year. I got the Far Cry 6 platinum when I had a newborn. What's your excuse, everybody? Craig, you're an unhinged man. I just need you to know this. What did I do? <laughs> well, well, quite a few things. All right. First, first, first of all, if you're an audio listener and you're not seeing the video version of today's episode, I highly implore you to watch the video version of today's episode because it is maybe one of the funniest episodes of Kind of Funny Games Daily you'll ever watch the video version of. There, We've just... Kevin is full screened permanently the hands of the girl that are that is playing the Logitech handheld device and we, we are said, extorting Sam. We're a man of our words. He wanted to come in here with his sob story about his ex-wife, all right? Like listen to me, Sam. You wanted to go No, Kevin, put it back up. You want to go, you tip us the $20. Uh, all right, there you go. We got $20 from somebody over here. Well, what I do not like Sam though. It's not Sam. I'll count it though. You know what I mean? Somebody's trying to help sad Sam out. You know what I mean? Sam, but here is the while this was going on, Sam's commentary on the image was ex-wife had strong hands. I should call her. Now, to be clear, the per- <laughs> Jesus. To be clear, the comment on the super chat for the like, the twenty dollars that just that's what I said. Yeah, oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. NC Bonatoxy. I'm I butchered that. Sorry. I now increase the bid to keep Sam's ex-wife hands to forty dollars total. More hands. Damn, it's a hard bargain over here. A hand bargain. Yeah. So the price has gone up, Sam. Pay up. Uh because of all this, you know we don't have a spot in heaven. You know that, right? <laughs> like, we're gonna get we're gonna get sent to hell and like devil's gonna be like, oh yeah, VIP right this way. Like that's gonna be the response we both He'll get down it, there. He'll pat us for on the what back we're doing this, to Sam right? right here. That's first and foremost. Second of all, this morning. And this will I be his you- hand. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh this morning i saw you greg you tweeted out uh this news story right about the this platinum situation how we're not earning enough platinums in the u.s and i saw that and i was like oh that's a fun story that doesn't seem like a kfgd thing though and of course you know nowadays for kfgd i'm the one who puts together the the show notes right and compiles the stories and makes the doc and everything and then whoever hosts hosts um but i then you know take my shower get ready for work all that stuff sit down on my computer you know um, rub my hands together getting ready for an exciting day at work i open up slack and real quick i'm sorry at what point do you go to the 7-eleven starbucks or mcdonald's 
I didn't do that this morning. I actually made my own breakfast this morning. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. I'm trying to be more healthy. I love it. I love it. Uh, by healthy, I mean cooking eggs and breakfast potatoes and frying everything and uh, putting a lot of sugar in my tea that I drank this morning. Um, I sit down. I open up Slack. And the first Slack I see is from the KFUD Slack of this story copied and pasted, the link to it, copied and pasted into the Slack channel. And me realizing that Greg is going to make me put this in the doc for us to talk about I... as a news story. It I've never matter. made you do anything. I've never made you do anything. I just put it in there and like you applied. And, and guess what? We said at the top of the show, right? A hundred bucks to interrupt the first half of the stories. The back half of the stories, you know, you're here for a fun time. All right, you're having a good time. We're showing Sam's ex-wife's hands. All right, Sam tips us four ninety nine and says, "Wife took almost everything. I had twenty dollars and she took fifteen. <laughs> we'll let it count. We'll let it count then, Sam. You know, people want this. This is the kind of stuff that you know." People care about this is the video game news you need to care about. The fact that our whole country is just being lazy. Our whole country is being lazy. Oh, that part. Yeah. Do do, uh, I'll ask a controversial question regarding the story. Do people care about trophies anymore? Yeah. 100%. Chat, let me know. Is it as big as before or whatever? I don't know. That's all, you know, it's such a hard context to read into. But I think I feel like I don't talk to people about trophies except for Greg Miller. I mean, I, well, as somebody who still, you know, subscribes to, you know, the Twitters and power picks and, you know, looks at uh, PS5 trophies in all, like, trust me, there's, there's a community that cares about trophies. Are they in the YouTube chat right now? You can see the majority of them. No, but there are a lot of people in there that care about them. All right. I but again, it. I'm not, is it as much as back in the day when they launched trophies? No, but is our Xbox achievements as popular as they were back when people were playing Avatar the Last Airbender and you just hit B, 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 and you got a thousand points? No, they're still there. If PSX was still around, people would still care about trophies. You mean PSX killed trophies? It was where we could get together to nerd out about it. You know what I mean? Where we could get together and play, play some God, Bring Wars. back PSX, man. I would, right? I would love to do a PSLW panel at PSX that's like uh, just us nerding out about trophies. When I say us, Greg Miller. See, that's out the thing. You trophies. say that, but the, you're, you're a charlatan. They'd laugh you out of there. They'd tear you apart. You don't know what it's like there. Most people, I mean, most people in there are probably on my side of like, we don't give a fuck about this. But, you know, Greg Miller likes trophies. And so we'll listen to him rant on about it in his old man rantings. Let him go off about how he's playing ZJ the ball in these games that don't deserve your money. But Greg, he's making it rain with that Greg Miller money. You guys talked me out of that, and I still don't forgive you for it. You know what I mean? Number five in the Roper Report. Big Chungus might be coming to Multiversus. This is Ryan Leston at IGN. Warner Brothers has filed a trademark for the Bugs Bunny meme, Big Chungus, and many think it's an addition to the fighting game Multiversus. Uh, per VGC, you know, VGC reporter Andrew Marmo, uh, the company has filed a trademark claim for the image of an inflated Bugs Bunny under the name Big Chungus, and the very name given to him by the unknown GameStop employee as per the original meme. The trademark, you're giving me shit about trophies, and this is what I'm reading? This is what I'm fucking reading. Multi- the trademark filed in August one of the 26. hottest games right now. Big Chungus, one of the hottest memes. They're joining forces, Greg. 2022 kevin without googling it do you know what big chungus is uh i mean yeah yeah i already googled it but would you have known you you know know that did you know that that was gonna happen when you click i I had no idea i was disturbed me neither i've never heard of a little i've never they're like oh yeah as an unknown gamestop employee as per the original what the fuck are you people talking about you know what i mean internet Craig, open up an internet. Open up a website. Are you so are you people aware that bit. they rolled back abortion rights in this country, but we're worried about fucking mm. GameSpot mm. employees putting up big chungus? That's what you're all up on. All right, fucking cool. No GameStop. GameStop. First of all, what did I say? Spot. Yeah, you said spot. That's what I won't lie works. to you. I won't lie to you. And let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. I love people, <laughs> and I love <laughs> people having jobs and everything else. GameStop 
versus GameSpot, one of you has to fucking go. All right. GameStop was on I mean, the ropes listen. for a while there. It looked like it was almost over. And then the fucking the Reddit kids, they stock marketed it up. And then here we go. We're, GameStop's still around. You know what I mean? I mean, they're in a game. game years ago, just getting crushed by IG. And I was over there doing the work. I was beating them down. You know what I mean? Then they had internal strife. Look, then that was over. Now they're fucking bigger than ever. Lucy James, Tam. They're working a giant bomb too. I don't understand. I don't understand. This. You know, what I mean? there's a real, there's a real WWE, WCW, ECW thing going on over there where you're like, you, but you're all WWE. Why are you got all these different brand names going on? I, I digress. But I don't know what's happening, but somebody's got to either change their name or go the fuck out of business. You know what's Thank in you. business, Greg? Chungus. Big Chungus. I cannot wait to use Big Chungus in multiverses. I hope this is true. Uh, I love that multiverses is embracing uh, the hilarity of the internet and the memes. At first, it was a bit cringy, but I think they did it with pizzazz and they gave Shaggy Ultra Instinct and it's working out for them. And so, good on Are you still playing multiverses? Uh, a little bit here and there, but I'm not yeah. playing it as much as I was that first week. I was really playing it that first week and then I dropped off because other things. Sure, of course. Yeah, I've been yeah, playing yeah. Destiny 2, Greg. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got you're, you jumped in. Are you enjoying it? Are you totally lost? What's happening? Uh, I'm be honest. I'm a little bit bored by it, but it's not Destiny's fault. It's just the fault of I'm not caught up on the lore. And so I've been doing a little bit of the, the Witch Queen campaign. And I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck any of these people are. Who yeah. is Sabathun? Why like why am I why are we jumping set? Me and me and y- my friend Yami were playing yesterday. We started the we started the campaign. And about an hour in, we were like why is everybody so mad at Savathun? <laughs> Savathun seems chill. Like they see, like oh, they showed up in their ship, and we invade Savathun's ship, and we're walking all over that ship, shooting up everything. And I'm like, are we the bad guys? Because Savathun did nothing wrong here. Yeah. Now, if you're caught up on Destiny, you're probably like, no, Savathun did everything wrong. You know, Savathun blew up five con- or five uh, planets. They're like Darth Vader or some shit. I have no idea. I'm just fighting against the homie Savathun. But then we hopped into Crucible and I had a good time. I really like Crucible. That's okay. The, PvP. the multiplayer. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the shit I hated. God, when I had to grind out the trophy for that, I just got on a kind of funny best friends team and they just carried me to the trophy. I was like, platinum get destiny too. Bringing it full circle. Do you know what I discovered last night while playing destiny is that no. I'm three trophies away from platinum. Dude, destiny two platinum was fun. I had a great time with that. Did you wait? You got the you, platinum? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I have, um, I've only, I've only been playing the hunter class. If I, uh, the two, two of the trophies is I have to use the warlock class and the Titan and the, I think it's the Titan class. And like unlock all their subclasses. That's two of the trophies. And then the other trophy is that I have to finish um how was it called? The Grandmaster Nightfall Strike. I think that's what it is. I had to do one of those. But it seems like to do that it's gonna take a lot of work because my levels haven't like kept up over the seasons, and so I'm under level to try and do that strike. Yeah, it'd be if great. Anybody to wants to carry me. I would love to look at that and see what you're short, but of course on PSNprofiles.com slash MercCity64, it is still privatized, you know. Reviewing all those games, you know, can't let the world know about the fact that I'm playing Saints Row. You can hide those games. You know what I mean? Hide them. Then you know, anyways, way, I digress. I can't wait to see Big Chungus in. Mo- oh, actually, hold on. I, I, I know we're going long, and we're going to talk about it on PS. I love you, guaranteed. Uh, tomorrow we're recording that, by the way. Uh, live YouTube or no Patreon.com/slash Company. I'll sell. I'll do the whole pitch tomorrow. But have you even tried Rumbleverse? I I tr- I tried one match of it, and I want to play more. Okay. Because the one match I didn't get too engaged with it, but it, hearing people talk about it, it seems like my type of shit. I'm obviously super addicted and yada yada yada, but the conversations I see on the subreddit all the time and what I've seen people talking about is like it is a fighting game fan battle royale. Because there is, you know, like 
hit windows and combos and you know when you're uh um, not immune uh inv- invincible and stuff based on animations and shit like that and so like i'm trying to learn all that but it seems like the people who have dropped in from the fighting game community are just fucking awesome at it so it's like okay, i thought okay. i was wondering if you had any interest in it but we'll get to that i can't wait to talk about rumble versus rumble verse tomorrow with not multiverses i can't wait to talk about rumble verse tomorrow with you and janet on ps i love you xoxo recording live on uh, i'm trying to get over patreon.com slash kind of funny games at one o'clock but one o'clock tomorrow is so far away if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grab shops where would i go you would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily the uh, fuck i fucked it up games daily show hosts <laughs> each and every weekday <laughs> Uh, out today destroy all humans 2 reprobed is on ps5 all the xboxes and pc immortality is on all the xboxes pc ios and android i didn't think it was out on ios and android today was it wait which one immortality i thought it doesn't matter i thought it was just pc and xbox today but i I could be wrong kind of funny.com slash you're wrong me on that um inscription is on ps5 and ps4 today uh teenage mutant ninja turtles the cowabunga collection is on all the playstations all the xboxes switch and pc tiny can is on playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc uh aliens fireteam elite pathogen dlc is out on PC, pc all the playstations all the xboxes uh la pucelle ragnarok PC, Nintendo Switch. ORX is on PC. Commandos 3 HD Remaster is on PC and Xbox One. Dusk Diver, Dusk Diver 2 is on PS4, PS5, and Switch. Uh, Prini Presents NIS Classics Volume 3, La Pucelle Ragnarok. We already talked about it. Uh, uh, PC and Switch. Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma is on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Uh, Shin Chan me and the professor on summer vacation the endless seven day journey is on pc <laughs> f1 manager 2022 is on everything kevin i'm so, gonna keep reading but please get me a trailer for shin chan me and the professor oh, on summer i vacation. think we've seen this before because like this is like the fifth time somehow it's made it out on out today just because it's coming out on every single platform individually for some reason but also immortality from my quick research not only is out on mobile but it's free if you have netflix it's one of them Netflix wow oh, yeah. i didn't know that great friend good for sam barlow make that money uh new dates for you apple arcade if you like mobile stuff i have some apple arcade dates for you hen x 101 trivia is coming on september 2 uh horizon chase 2 is coming on september 9th garden tales match and grow is coming september 16th shovel knight dig is launching on september 23rd that is also coming uh nintendo switch and steam that day uh re legend launches on pc uh september 6th 20. 22 deals of the day for you we got games with gold for september 2022 the lineup has been revealed you can get gods will fall double kick heroes thrillville in portal 2 this is me and the professor is it shin chan yes shin yeah, chan, chan me and the professor yeah. on summer vacation Which, honestly i got this game installed on my switch because it looks fuck? really cool oh it's that guy I've seen this yeah, i've seen this that guy before. before it's this little buddy i know this guy you watched the anime back in the day he does stuff. Oh, okay, then this doesn't sound nearly as exciting. I thought it was just something really weird. I mean, I think it's still I mean, it's weird. It's pretty weird. This di- you see the dinosaur? I'm just saying, like, I've seen this guy before. He's, like, you know, he's out there. But just because you've seen it doesn't mean you understand the context. Like, look at their face. Well, I don't understand the context now. Down. It's going fast, and I'm not reading it. You know what I mean? I have to get so mad. Hurry up and wrap the show up. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. What you got, plus? 
Oh, I'm just giving them a free violin just for good. Oh, thank you. This has been an episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we are here each and every weekday with a brand spanking new episode running you through all the nerdy video game news you need to care about. Of course, you can usually watch us on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, but we're doing an experiment all week long and streaming Kind of Funny Games Daily on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, which means as soon as we wrap up, you can usually get the archive of the show right there and be ready to watch. It's on demand. Yay! You can also get the show as an audio podcast on Spotify. Maybe get it on roostreak.com. No matter where you consume the show, Thank you for consuming Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, even though we're doing this little YouTube experiment for Kind of Funny Games Daily, twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games is still open for business. As we end this show, Mike will go live on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games, and he will be streaming some tiny kin with the one, the only, my date from yesterday, Andy Cortez. Uh, if you enjoy that, head over to twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. If you want to watch it later, check out our third YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays, where we put all the archives of our Twitch streams tomorrow. Well, am I lying again? Who knows? Tomorrow, Blessing is hosting this show, and I'm in co-pilot seat. Could it change? Of course it could. Anything can happen. Thursday, I'm hosting with Tim, and then Friday, it's Tim and Blessing. Like I said, youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays or twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to see Mike right now. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, still get in your questions for The Last of Us review, and of course, get the post-show Blessing and I are about to do, where we're going to be the deck boys. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, and until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.